choosing boomers with beverages this time the boomers are at Artie's mom's house and there's a lady present so the boomers must be on their best behavior which of course is a relatively low bar well hello again hello time for another fresh edition of boomers with beverages jim burrows along with my compatriots pete Mm molina Yes, I'm not sure how fresh I am. I just got through playing tennis, so uh, you're not fresh. Trust me. Well, don't they make like <laughs> yeah. don't they make like tennis wipes you can use after a match where you freshen up with? They call them twipes. 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 Somebody's going to run with that marketing idea. Yes, you know, there we you go. Know. That's why I'm here. You uh, heard it here first. So Pete is our. Everybody knows that has listened to the podcast. Pete is our tennis aficionado. Plays, I, I believe, every day, pretty much, right? Eh, about four days a week. Four days a week. Yeah, and then naps the other three. To get ready, because tennis has to be a little bit different now at Pete's young age, isn't it? Or are you still keeping up with them? No, I keep up. I play uh, mostly doubles. I can't really play singles like I used to. It's just too much movement, so I uh, concentrate on doubles. Or too much movement. That's what I think about waking up. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it today. I just can't. I'm waiting for him to come up with triples. I think I can handle just triples. Three people so on I'm, each side. Yeah. I think so I can. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that maybe at some age category they'll have three people on the on each side yeah. of the net, so I'm gonna have to cover a third of the. Exactly. Court. That's what I'm. Well, thinking. I mean, maybe you know, you could play pickleball. That helps a little bit. No, no, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm totally resistant to uh, pickleball. I'm yeah. convinced. Uh, Though I don't have any evidence to prove this, but I am convinced it'll ruin my tennis game. So I tell all my friends to play pickleball when I'm like it's 80 and I can reverse. barely move. I'll consider it. It's I the, see it's the to reverse, me, though. Pick, no, pickleball is the TikTok of paddle sports. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, it's the Chinese. <laughs> they're collecting information on you every time you play pickleball, and it's gonna yeah. That's yeah, uh, be that's, warned. That's our uh, resident conspiracy theorist, Dan Davis. <laughs> yes. And if you'd like to send Dan an email, just send it to Wacko Dan. Wacko Dan. <laughs> I I got to disagree with you guys. Pickleball is exploding. And yes, I texted you a few weeks ago. Yes. They had John McEnroe, mm-hmm. Andre Agassi, uh, Andy Roddick, and Michael Chang playing in a charity pickleball tournament on TV. McEnroe was amazing. And he mm. said, and the, the uh, pickleball people, the tennis, the commentators said that McEnroe's tennis game is why he's so good at pickleball. Well, and, I, and I'll tell you exactly why. So pickleball is, is a if you're good at tennis, you can transition to, to pickleball and be great very, very quickly. Um, in tennis, there's a variety of grips that you need depending on what shot you want to execute. In pickleball, I've been told this by people who play at a pretty high level, all you need is what's known as a continental grip. And McEnroe, during his tennis days, only use the continental grip for every shot. So the transition for him is very, very easy. So you play while you're holding a croissant and a yeah, cup of coffee? that's what is I was that wondering. the continental grip? <laughs> right. Can, can, you're a little bit closer. Can you just slap the shit out of him? It's not please? a roll, isn't it? You're on a roll today. There. Thank you so much. There you go. There is a fledgling I have uh, another. professional pickleball league, and I think Tom Brady's even invested in it. Uh, and I just read recently that I believe in 2025, Stanford University is going to start offering a uh, pickleball Division One scholarship, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point it'll it'll become a college sport. Uh, the professional circuit could uh, you know, end up being some money. A lot of those college tennis players who are really good. Uh, but not quite good enough to make it as a pro, uh, will likely transition where they can make some money and use their skills. Well, it makes sense because it wasn't all that long ago you had putt-putt tours. I mean, <laughs> yeah, actually, I remember. They did. Yeah. Remember? They were legit. Yeah. And ESPN yeah, used that, to cover putt-putt that, that's true. tournaments. Are they going to cover pickleball? 
You think any television? It is. It's already already on there. It's already been covered on the Dennis channel. I look at it this way: if 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 what's it called? Uh, uh, The 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 bag toss thing. Uh, what's oh, it called? Cornhole. Cornhole. Oh, that's yeah, already get, on TV. Yeah, too? it's already on. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I figured if they do that, they're going to definitely put pickleball on. They, and they actually have the uh, the axe throwing competition. Yes, yes they do. Yeah. I, yeah. I've tried that once. Yeah. It did not go well. Yeah. I almost became a soprano. It bounced <laughs> right back at me. Oh, at my yeah, crotch. Seen, there it was. I've seen I'm those gl- videos. I'm glad you got that. So we Pete, should introduce our guest so she doesn't have to keep pretending she's we, not laughing. We are going to do that in a second, but we got to cover our usual stuff at the beginning we have to. It's not like she's in a hurry or anything. She's I mean, here for a couple of days. She, she, she brought a sleeping bag. <laughs> uh, Dan Davis. Good. We all, yeah, people already know who Dan is because yes. of his controversial things that he discusses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that about Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Con- controversial has Dan never is been an adjective. That, controversial uh, man. <laughs> Artie Widger, good to see you. Good to see you. I'm so glad to be here. Let's talk about our beverages. Uh, mine for this particular podcast is Sam Adams Summer Ale. Mm. So pretty traditional stuff, but I, I love mm. all the Sam Adams. I had a buddy of mine. In radio, when he got married, uh, he does the the classic rock station in town, WJJK. He's the a morning guy. When they got married, they had their reception in their backyard, and they had this was the coolest thing I've ever seen: unlimited Sam Adams uh, taps. Oh my! Uh, and they had like a dozen different Sam Adams beers. I tried them all, and I probably like ten, which is great because a lot mm. of the stuff you try out, you know. But you had to have a buzz. No, I just did sips. I didn't. Oh, okay. Didn't didn't chug a lug it down. So I got I got the Sam Adams Summer Ale. Dan Davis, what are you drinking? I am drinking actually. Uh, thanks to our guest on a former episode, Brett Glaze. I'm having some hiatus tequila añejo, the the one that's aged six months. I did the um, I did the um, uh, Manhattan, not the Manhattan, old fashions. Oh, I did too. De- Denise absolutely loved it. I loved it. My, it Denise yes. does not like tequila. She yeah. said that was the best thing she's ever had. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. We drink it every yeah, Friday. Brett now. mentioned that doing a, an old fashioned with tequila, with particularly tequila. the that tequila. Yeah, hiatus dark. Yeah. It's really amazing, and it is so very good. Pete Molina, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm going a little light today. I'm drinking Triple X Root Beer. Uh, I'm, I just felt like a root beer today. And it looks like a root beer. This was your chance to yeah. say your speak your piece. He's, no, like, I, I'm not he's drinking it. root beer. That's okay. Uh, it's all right. Oh, oh are you it. minding your peas and keys? No, no, kind of. Oh, I'm mine. at my mom's house. Just, what can I do? Here we go. Yes. <laughs> wow. We have to behave. Oh my gosh. What are you drinking, Artie? Maybe you should drink more. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about what I'm drinking. Uh, there's a, a wonderful distillery down in Bloomington called Hard Truth. Yep. This is Hard Truth's double oaked bourbon. I've had it before on the show, and I'm going to continue to have it on the show. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, because I have a large, large bottle, and it's going to take me a while to get through it. So. You know, I just realized, and I, I'm sorry, Dan, but my bottle's leaving some residue it, on uh, here. We, we, you don't know the things we've spilled on here. I did, that's what I was just laughing about. It's, it's, there's, <laughs> that's, there's probably semen on here. This, no, oh no, there, there are no... We cut that out, right? There are no sailors oh, on, no. This, uh, oh. on this blanket. <laughs> We're keeping that. We're keeping that. It's good to have the old Artie back. You, let's, you sure I'm glad we went with the nautical theme again. <laughs> that's right, yes. Every show we end up doing a nautical theme, don't we? Yes, and some, some shows are more nautical than others, yes. All right, let's switch to our, uh, our usual opening segment to kind of get the, uh, the 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 grease uh, the grease going and the gears and oh Art Baker thank you of course yes. for all your work Taylor Scott same to you as well mm-hmm. out there in the Netherlands taking care of all of our podcast uh, what would you call Taylor's uh, behind the scenes 
kind of he, he's yeah. definitely behind the scenes yeah uh, but he, he gets he, us out there yeah he makes yeah. sure people can hear us yeah, he's mm-hmm. more he's more on the uh, the pr- not the production end art's the tech guy mm-hmm. Taylor he's is the, the distribution, distribution. He's, he's the distribution, distribution which he's is the, that's that's where the money is right yeah. is in the distribution <laughs> well that's good I'm glad somebody knows where it is let's it's go not here. Yeah, that's great yeah let's only go, let's go find some all right let's do top of mind Pete Molina uh, I'm excited it's baseball season and uh, I'm excited about this particular season. I usually am any, anyway, but they have some significant uh, changes in the Major League Baseball rules. One, there's a, there's a pitch count, mm-hmm. uh, and they mm. have eliminated the uh, infield shift. Mm. So I think the games are going to – in spring training, they shaved about 23 minutes a game or minutes from each game, wow. which is good. Should be able to attract mm-hmm. new uh, watchers and uh, mm-hmm. fans for the game. So I'm excited about how this is all going to play out. Dan Davis. Thumbs down to Community Hospital. They're running a spot now promoting community, and they're using an automated voice. They're talking about people and community, and they're using an artificial intelligence voiceover. No, don't do that. Naughty. How do you know that? Well, I, you can, can tell, tell by the way. Yeah, the it's like the enunciation and the rhythm is just that's a human being doesn't speak that way. In the word Indiana in particular. I mean, that's a good topic of conversation for our guests yeah. that we're going to bring on here in just a minute. Yeah. Artie Widgery, top of mind. I've never learned a, th- a foreign language, never. So I decided to try to learn a, a native language. I have learned a little bit of Native American. Uh, the tribe, I believe this is ter- Cherokee that I learned. Can I try it out on you? Absolutely. Uh, I love Don Ho records. No. <laughs> I'm desperately in need of a place to wash my hands. That's important when you're a Cherokee. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're going to turn it into a rap song. Wrapping up top of mind with uh, with this. In just a few short years, the kids that grew up eating Tide Pods will be eligible to vote. <laughs> the world's in a sad state now. <laughs> Hold Here's on. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to turn this over to Dan just because, you know, we, we all know our guests today because we're mm-hmm. just excited to, to have her as part of the, the podcast and going further down the road to have her voice as part of our podcast. So, Dan, I'm going to let you introduce our guests for this podcast. I want to welcome dear friend of mine and voice talent extraordinaire, Ellen Kingston to the podcast. Oh, thank you. So great to have you with us. Please you know, don't, we don't yeah. ever get anybody like you. Usually we have to get like, like, a, like Dan, brought the maintenance guy from his church. Yeah. He was talking about some plumbing <laughs> issues. You know, we, well, that's very I, kind. I, yes, thank I, you. Yes. And, and I finally got to you on my list. <laughs> yes. That way down there, huh? Uh, we, there was a, we had to wait. We talked to your, uh, your, your scheduler and we, we didn't know we could do this this quick. <laughs> so. Not this fast. So it's, yeah, well, but you've also been, you were a talent agent. Right. At, uh, Was a talent agent for many years. Act one? Well, guys and gals first. Oh, okay. Right. In the late 70s and then into the 80s. Yeah. Okay. So that's and then a, it became yeah. Act one. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, then, and and so, but also, uh, very exciting, you spent some time as the artist concierge. At the Palladium. In That's Carl. right. From when that when the Palladium was first being built, I was on the road with. Now you guys are going to die when you hear this. Hmm. A musical called Menopause the Musical. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember it. Yes, it was in that for it ran two years at the Athenaeum downtown. Hmm. Now when they wow. first called me, first of all, I thought I can't be in a show called that. That hmm. is just. Oh, was mortifying. Was to the vagina monologues? The V thing, yeah. yeah. No, see, and I thought, I, how am I going to tell anybody What's what next? I'm doing yeah. for a living? I was in, it ran eight shows a week for two years. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Holy smokes. So then I went on the road with it for mm-hmm. two years off and Is on. Is that longer than menopause? <laughs> yeah, a little longer than menopause. <laughs> Shut up. 
So, <laughs> well, what do we know about it? All we know yeah. is it's time I to know exactly. Is. I'm so right. sorry I even brought that up. Keep, yes. um, but my husband really doesn't do well without me. So he mm-hmm. kind of said, could you just find a job here and come home? So I saw that they were building that, and someone said it's going to be a performing arts center. And so I kind of marched in there and said, you need to hire me. I don't know what you need me to do, but I know that you need me. And they totally fell for it. And they said, we're going to need someone to book hotel rooms and cars, and um, we're going to call it housing and transportation coordinator. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, because that has no cachet at all. I said, it sounds like a cubicle person, and that's Mm -hmm. not me. So I said, let's call it artist concierge. Then in two words, you know what I do. Yeah. I do. That's great. So I've, I've been there 13 years. I retired last month. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's That's a beautiful cool. place. And uh, I've only been to one show. So I've been, oh, shame on you. I know. I should go to more. So <laughs> yeah. I, so I've been Folds, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I know they do a lot of Kevin Nealon's coming. They do a lot. He a was great there last, ver- yeah, last great, week. Great variety of shows yeah. there, which is nice. It was. It's an amazing job because mm. I took care of everybody from Tony Bennett to Liza Minnelli to mm. Chris Christopherson. I mean, just tons and tons of people, and I have pictures with all of them. That and I wonderful. spent a day with all those people. Who gets to do that? Yeah. Did you ever? Exactly. Did you work with someone who was just like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is like one of my favorites"? Have you, or were a lot of them like that? But a lot of them were like that. But mm. but if you get somebody like Lucy Arnaz, mm-hmm. wow. who mm. is a musical theater person, which is why I like her, and mm. Linda Etter, same thing. Those are the ones that really got to me. But you have somebody like Chris Christopherson. Now I was kind of dreading that. I thought it's just going to be an old druggie, and it's going to mm. be. He was the coolest guy ever. I mean, I would have gotten on the tour bus and just gone with him. (laughs) He was so cool. And I didn't expect it. And he stood outside in the rain and signed stuff afterwards for people. And his show was great. Yeah. So a lot of them really surprise you and are just wonderful. He's like brilliant. He was a Rhodes scholar, Mm -hmm. I believe. He is. Yeah. Well, so was Bill Clinton. Yeah. Well. But okay. then again, he didn't write the songs Bill Clinton wrote aren't yeah. nearly as good as any of the songs Chris Christopher. His, his children's that. album's not too bad. <laughs> I don't even want to think about no, that. Did, didn't he pay? Didn't Bill Clinton pay some gal not to publish those songs? Yeah, that, you, you may oh, be right. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, just the version of Skimmerinka Rink. We are going down a road, which we are nearly always. It's a well-trodden path for this podcast. I bet. So tell me a little bit about because I mean I would imagine you rub shoulders with with Michael Feinstein. Oh yeah. You could say that. That was an interesting get for them, wasn't it? To have him be responsible for the Palladium? Well, part of the reason is because the home of the Great American Songbook Foundation is in our building on the top floor. And they're actually building a Great American Songbook Museum Uh, right near the Palladium in the next few years with help from the Grammy group. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I see him all the time. That sounds wonderful. He has a concert coming up. Um, Judy, this is interesting. April 29th, he's doing a concert at the Palladium called Get Happy, something Judy Garland, the life of, or whatever, because mm-hmm. he's Liza's one of his best friends, and she produced this concert with unseen photos and videos of her mother's. Oh, and wow. So, so those will be up on the video wall above the mm-hmm. stage, and then Michael will talk about Judy and Liza and all wow. that. Wow. So well, that's that's going to cool. be cool. So, yeah, Great. I take care of all his. Yeah. So I think El- that's the one Ellen. thing about being being yeah. boomers. Sorry, Pete. Just jump on. Just a quick observation is that as boomers, and we've talked about this before, and you know this as well, so much of the talent that comes through there are people that we all grew up with and right. we admire. And we know, unfortunately, as, as time has gone on, we're losing a lot of these people. Yeah. And it, it, it's see them while you can. Yeah. I, exactly that's my it. point. That's well, it. What I'm saying, when you see the schedule there, it, it don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you got to yeah. go turn the couch over to find the money, 
to go to see them. Go. Yeah. I did a concert. I was at a concert down at the uh, old uh, the old National Center. The concert I was going to was up in the Egyptian room, but the main room had Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Right. Oh, wow. The crowd. We were saying, why are they all here to see our concert? I, well, I didn't think he was that popular, but <laughs> it was they were all there to see Frankie Valley, and everybody was probably my age or older. Most of them were older. Yeah. But they had the best time, and they said, "This is probably my last time to see these guys." Yeah. That's why literally ninety percent of them were there for that reason. Mm-hmm. I'll never be able to see them again. It's true, and yeah. especially when Tony Bennett was there. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. He was at the very beginning of Alzheimer's, and yeah. you could tell, but his wife is there, and she's maybe 20 years younger. She takes great care of him, walks him to the edge of the stage. The minute he hits the stage, and you've probably all read this, he's fine. He's yeah. got the lyrics. He's got the whole thing, yeah. but he, he's awesome. not sure what day it is and who you yeah. are, right. and the same with Glenn Campbell at the very end of his mm-hmm. oh, yeah. his life. Yeah. He, was, um, he kept coming up to me all day long, and he'd go, hey, I'm Glenn, <laughs> and I said, I'm Ellen, and then about the fifth time, I said, still Ellen. Over here, you know, you just go with it. You just know? go, yeah. But yeah. the reason they remember all this is because they've been doing it so long. It's yeah. automatic. It's muscle and memory, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, Pete, so, uh, Ellen, um, I've, I've seen a number of shows there, and the Palladium is an absolute fabulous uh, venue. I would guess that the, almost every performer that gets the opportunity to, to uh, perform there would tell you that it's one of their favorite places. I'm, I'm guessing, but it, it has to be yeah. a really interesting and fun place for these performers to hang out very insightful and you're absolutely right here's what happens i would advance the shows with their manager and i know flying in they'd think you know we're going in the middle of cornfields and everybody Mm. lives on well they're all idiots let's do this show and get out of there and then as the day rolls on you know the crew would come first at eight in the morning we load in when we feed them breakfast then we load Mm. in Get all set up. And the, the headliner doesn't come till 3 in the afternoon for a sound check, you know. But all through the day, first they walk on stage and they go, whoa, yeah. this is amazing, which it is. It's a world-class yeah. concert hall. But then as I get to know them better, they're going, wow, this is great. We've never had food like this on tour. It's so mm. fresh and it's real. And, you know, we do vegan mm. and pescatarian and every other darn thing they need, you know. <laughs> so they're always surprised. But by by the end of the day, they're like, I had no idea. And I say, you should look down when you fly over the Midwest sometimes. Yes. There's a lot of good stuff happening down here, and yeah. it changes their perception. Absolutely. I would hope that attitude's a lot less you know, rare, because I know 30, 20, 30 years ago, people no, used to say rare. that all the time. Yeah. More, yeah. Rare. Yeah. more rare. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah that's, that's gone. A, nap town. It, anybody, nap that's, gone. Yeah. anybody that still dishes that attitude to me, I kind of give an attitude no, back. No, no place is what yeah, you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, it, but it, it, you do that at your own at your own risk and, and, and somewhat at your own ignorance, because obviously you've not been. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you need to spend some time. Because people that do, and it usually happens with sporting events, even though our arts uh, arena in Indy has just compared to where it was has gotten such a great reputation right. yeah as far as the shows that come here the shows that we would you know perform here but usually you get it with people that come with sports that come to like a big big 10 event they go never been to indy just came to the big 10 blew me away yeah, yeah. or they see away. lucas oil yeah. or whatever the, yeah, yeah I, I i was so proud of our city with the super bowl yeah. that we really showed ourselves to be top drawer absolutely and, totally i mean we also we pull off the indianapolis 500 every year for more than a hundred years, and it's yeah, right. it's a great event. A lot of people come through town. A lot of people then they get out of town, and it's yeah, we're a great city, very very much overlooked. We actually are trying to uh, 
talk with the Feinsteins folks about doing the Boomers with Beverages comedy show because I saw they did a comedy show uh, with female comics here not too long ago. I hope it was a success because if it wasn't, that means no more comedy shows. But I hope it was. Because <laughs> and you're referring to Feinsteins at the Hotel Feinsteins Carmichael. At yeah, the Hotel yeah. Carmichael. We can talk about is, that. Which is amazing. I know some people. Good. Oh All right. Good. <laughs> that, that, that is fantastic to hear because we uh, we would we would love it. That is such a, an amazing venue, like I said. But tell me if you can, and you don't have to name names. Does anybody ever just bit it? <laughs> Not been what everybody expected. Oh, I got one to tell you. Okay. Don't tell anybody this. Okay. I've written a book about my experience as an artist concierge, and I'm looking for a publisher. But there are a lot of stories in there, and here's what I'm figuring, and then I'll go to that person. I'm figuring if I'm saying nice things. I can use their name. Sure. You know, Lucy Arnaz is great, and she was friendly, and she did this, and her show was great. But if I'm not, then I have to use thinly veiled references. And Mm -hmm. I think that's going to hold up, but i got to talk to my lawyer first. (laughs) Um, I had a a person high up in the Center for the Performing Arts Management read my manuscript, and he'd write in the margin, are you sure you want to say that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah. But we had one artist. I didn't really have much preconceived notion, but I certainly didn't expect what happened. This is a... um, person who plays a solo instrument it's a horn Hmm. and he has long hair he's a little diminutive and that's all i'm going to say about who it is (laughs) so the day he was there it was april and there was a power outage we had terrible storms Hmm. power outage and he was just coming off stage from a sound check so it's very dark backstage there are no windows so it was black and he stood there and i said would you like me to help you to your dressing room or show you where your dressing room is he goes don't touch me (laughs) okay and you can't see my face right now if you're listening to this but i was like okay um so then i finished we finished dinner and we serve you know a lot of great meals as i said and he comes backstage with 20 people now you're supposed to let me know if you have guests or when they're coming you know what's going on because i run kind of a tight ship so he comes back with 20 people stands outside the green room where the food's being served and he says just help yourself to dinner I said, wait, wait, we already had dinner and I'm cleaning it up like there wasn't much left. And he goes, it's my effing show. And if I want them to come to dinner, they will. Well, the people were mortified. Mm-hmm. Turns out they were from his record label. Oh, no. So they were just eyes downcast. They felt terrible. Nobody obviously came in for food. He continued to do that kind of – and then during his concert, he dissed Carmel and Indianapolis. Oh, really? So he, this person has been forever banned. Yeah. Hmm. From playing that's there. Well, that's just that's bad business. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. How dumb, do you yeah. have to but be? How old is it? Was he old? No, uh, older. Fifth, late fifties. Oh well, then yeah, you're burning bridges. Yeah, at that not age. at the end of the career. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a shame. No, not Chuck no. Mangione. No, <laughs> good guess though. Yeah. Well, there, there's a few others there, but so, Artie's Artie's the jazz guy. So he'd probably, I'm the jazz guy. He'd, he'd I'm not going to guess. I'm, I'm not going to guess because I think I know who it is. Because we don't want to say. You'd probably figure. You're talking about artists. You know, that may be the last chance. I think it wasn't that one of B.B. King's last yeah. live performance. Mm, yeah. 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 My son Griffin was at that show. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, I wish I could have gone because I, I, I would love to see that. It's a great show. How but, did he do? Was yeah. he good? He was he, great. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Still holding I mean, up. Huh? As you said, those guys just get into their groove and they know yeah. where that groove is. And, you know, they can come off stage and be a little woo. Yeah. But they just got to perform while they're there. Someone well, told I've that had... story about Aretha Franklin. Same thing that she, she was doing a, a charity event and she was the, the uh, actor that was talking about her, and I apologize for not remembering this because I literally just heard this story, but it sounded so typical of, and I'm sure with BB King the same way. Once they get on stage, it's a whole it's, it's a whole different world for them. Oh yeah, they, they said she he went up to her and said, "Look, you don't have to do this because she had cancer, and she was had lost probably half her weight." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Nope, 
I, I told you I would do that. And she went out there for two hours. And was yeah. amazing, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But you do have that sense. Yeah. you got to see him while you can. Yeah. yeah. It's totally Absolutely. true. Well, and I, I mean, obviously a much, much smaller. But I remember times doing stand-up. That I, there was one time at Crackers. I know I had like 102, 103 fever. Oh, and in the yeah. green room, I can you can't even stand up. But once you get on stage, you find it. Yeah, you find it. It's yeah. the fizzerinctum, is what yeah. my mom calls it. Fizzerinctum. The fizzerinctum. Yeah. Where does that come from? If I said that, they it's wash my mouth. It's out it's, it's, oh, in right. your, it's in your yeah. groin area. Oh, no, Jesus. it's not. It's fizzerinctum. It's a. It's it's no. your inner your inner power. Your yeah. inner flow. Okay. Okay. The, the rule of thumb is we try to use words that you can use in Scrabble. We could never use fizzerinctum. There's not enough letters. And I think wasn't that? Oh no, that was fizzy lifting drinks. So really want that. Not fizzy <laughs> I'm always uh, intrigued by the behind-the-scenes uh, story. Yeah. So you said you mentioned earlier you should provide them lunch and, and food. Do they get to request certain things that they want? Oh, that is a good question. So what's I'm going to ask you, what's the most unusual uh, request that you had, you know, food or drink-wise? And was there any request that you just couldn't fill for whatever reason? Well, there, there are requests that we don't. Mm. If somebody's... Asking for tons and tons of liquor, and I mean a lot of liquor. Mm-hmm. We say, look, we're a nonprofit, which we are. Yes, it's a fancy building, but we're still a nonprofit. And we say, we're not going to give you seven bottles of Cristal. We'll give you one. <laughs> or we know they're stocking their bus to go to the, you know, they don't, yeah. they don't need to have all of this stuff. So I try to pare it down just to be responsible. But what happens is I get a rider. And you've all, yeah, I know about the M&M's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what everybody says. But in that rider is the schedule of what they need to do along with here's what we need in this dressing room, here's what we need for that. And and you can bend it a bit because a lot of these people play arenas, mm-hmm. which are huge. So mm-hmm. they want this in one dressing room and this in another. And we say our food area is right near the dressing rooms. So we're going to put out the main thing and everybody can access it all day, beverage, fridge, coffee, and then we'll serve dinner. We we have to bend them to our facility a little bit. Right. Um, but it lists everything they need, including how many hotel rooms, if we're providing hotels, cars, whatever. And then we have to mm-hmm. fulfill whatever they won't bend on. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't give them cars. Come <laughs> well, on. Well, we don't give them a car. Well, I don't mean give. <laughs> you want a car. Yeah. No. Uh, I, don't know. I, I think that's, if you would have given, a, far. given the grumpy guy with the, the horn some alcohol, he might have been funner. <laughs> might have been, maybe. been more fun, maybe. I don't know. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's fine. We've had several different caterers, but we use Pete with front row catering, and they are now in the basement of our building in the kitchen, which had oh, okay. never been used before. We always brought in catering. Yeah. And I thought, why aren't we using this great chef's kitchen? So now he's installed. We still use various people, but for the most part, Pete does the backstage. Mm-hmm. Have they ever yeah. entertained doing a show that that would last for a few days, like a theatrical show? Because I know most of the shows are one and done, or they do a couple. Well, we have three but... theaters. So the, the Palladium is the 1600-seat concert hall. Right. So those right. are usually one, although one, somebody okay. like Vince Gill, we did two, yeah. you know, if there's a big demand. Um, and then we have a 500-seat proscenium theater, a regular stage theater with a curtain and all that, called the Tarkington. And then we have a 200-seat black box called the Studio. And then oh, we have six okay. resident companies that perform out of yeah, there, too. Yeah, I saw uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat <clears throat> in the black box. Did you? It's been a few years back. That's, isn't that yeah. small for we, that show? I don't know. Theater, needs a, theater needs a shot in the arm of creativity because, I mean, it's great to have great shows be redone, mm-hmm. but that's all we're getting. And yeah. every, every oh, once wow. in a while, we get some new ones, There's but some, they just don't yeah. get the traction. You know what I mean? It's like people talk about Hamilton, and I know there are others oh, yeah. that have come along, but it's just like, where are these creative – You know, I, I know you it's know, not – cheap thing to do to, yeah. to get a show to take and go tour with it i know it's got to be but the incredibly thing is expensive. that's what saved broadway that you know broadway 42nd street was famously 
crime-ridden. They were all porn theaters, et cetera, <laughs> until Disney brought Lion King to Broadway. Hmm. And then after that, there was Aladdin. And, all, and, and that's what made that a much more profitable yeah. place is – you know Disney bringing in these mo- these adaptations of their movies, and there's new original stuff that comes along, but it's a but, lot. Yeah. Need more of it. Well, yeah, because I love I love musical theater, and I just which, wish we yeah, had yeah, more let's talk about of the new. Have been associated with community theaters various for years and years. Let me mention this one okay. thing real quick while we're on this thing. So I had an incredible opportunity last June. Our CEO Jeff McDermott, who is an amazing person, um, he knew I was writing a show, and so I mm. about World War II. So I wrote a show called "I'll Be Seeing You: Love Stories, Love Songs of World War II," mm. and he knew I had written this show. I'm very I love World War II, and I think those people that lived through that are amazing. Um, and he said, "Well, let's let's do it. We'll put it on." And I said, well, "Okay." Mm. So I'm thinking the Tarkington, which is the 500 seat. No, no, we'll do it at the Palladium. Huh? So all of a sudden, it becomes this multimedia show, which is not was not my intention at all. But I wasn't going to turn it down. So it was on June 11th, which happens to be my birthday, oh, yeah. last <laughs> year at the Palladium. And so we we put the show together, and it's songs from the 1940s and stuff like that. And I had a cast of eight singers and a five piece band, and this whole video presentation on our video wall. But we didn't have a rehearsal with an audience. I had mm. kind of wanted to, you know, invite mm-hmm. the senior citizens and all of that stuff, but but we didn't. So first of all, it sold very well. Now people have never heard of that show, but they saw this poster in a kind of sepia tone with soldiers and mm. families and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they knew it was something that they might like. We sold very well, a lot of older people, but a lot of younger people too. But I had no idea how this was going to be received. We hadn't had an audience. So they start the show and people are clapping and standing up and crying. Uh I can see them crying. At the end of the show... It was a huge ovation for a long time. So I come out. Now, it's, it's already my birthday. My mm. show, which is my baby, is up there on the stage. <laughs> my daughter, who's the director of production, hands me a bouquet of roses and hugs me. Oh my and I'm just sobbing because I had no idea. But here's an original show. He, didn't, he never asked me for a script. He never asked me for a synopsis. He just trusted me to produce this piece of work. That is very cool. And now I want I want to send it out. Mm-hmm. I want it to go. I don't know that it'll tour. So how does that work though? Like if you want to and congratulations by the way, but anybody that knows you would would expect nothing less <laughs> well, than a home you. run. But so what do you do though if you want to get it out there? I mean, how does that process work? Well, I, I need a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't just mm-hmm. afford to hire a bunch of people and go out on the road, but what my thinking is it, like I said, it had eight singers and a five-piece band. But what if I could break it down smaller? If you want the full deal, here's how much it is. And we'll mm-hmm. come play two nights at your wherever it is. But how about if we did it with four singers and a musical trio to mm-hmm. back you up? That's X amount of dollars. And then we yeah. do two singers and one piano and still give you the music and some of the stories, but blah, blah. So I'm working now on cutting that down so it can be marketable. Let's do it at the Historical Society. Let's do mm-hmm. it at the Museum of Art. So – I yeah. got to put the marketing time in and figure all that out. But that's awesome. Yeah. That's the well, idea. you have to keep keep us updated because obviously oh. whatever we can do to promote it as we grow yeah. this thing, uh, we, we'd be happy to get Appreciate the word out. That. Plus, we have our website and all we that. Have, yeah, yeah. But because am I right? Indianapolis, at least at one time, had like the most professionally managed theaters of any city of comp- of our size. Yeah, I think so. Um, I I don't have any research on that, but mm-hmm. between the professional theaters and there are. You know, many here, yep. probably 
15, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, there is a lot of community theater to segue yeah. back to what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I think the community theater is awesome. It's it's free training. Mm-hmm. You, yes, you have to audition and you have to have some measure of talent, but you can be involved backstage yeah. or as an usher or in the front lobby. Oh, yeah. You can be involved. And I think it promotes community and mm-hmm. discipline and you hone your craft. That's certainly where I yeah. started mine. And um, my dad always did community theater, so I was around it. He wrote and directed and starred in stuff. And um, I think that's just a huge opportunity, and we have lots of good community theater. Yeah, and it's just – it's so much fun to be a part of a cast. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done – Well, yeah, yeah, you guys did – I know you guys did a lot of musical theater in high school and stuff. But it's just having that goal of we're building a show, we're going to present it, and then it's – and. You know the cast party and all that stuff. It's just it's that's the only thing I hate about it though, because you really, in a very short time, befriend so many people, and yeah. and, and some of them are already friends. Like my se- junior year in high school, I, I was the king and the king and I, and then in senior year, I was Billy Bigelow and Carousel, yeah. which is still probably as a, as a male part in Broadway is still one of the biggest roles you could ever do. Mm-hmm. Which was a challenge, and it was a blast. Why don't you yeah. just do some do the soliloquy my boy, my right My boy Bill, now. I know, yeah. right? Because <laughs> I'll sound like Billy Crystal and Harry uh, <laughs> Met Sally, but you just get so attached, and that's the part mm-hmm. that kind of sucks is when yeah. you have to say goodbye and you move on. That's true. For that yeah. short time, you create something so cool and fun and special. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the nature of the beast, but that that to me is the only it negative. Is. Everything else yeah. is glorious. When you can when just, you can wake up in the morning and know you have a rehearsal to go to, to I me know. that's a great. Isn't that yeah. awesome? And I really miss that. We have. My wife's family has property at this place up in uh, outside of Frankfort, Michigan, called the Congregational Summer Assembly, and they do an adult operetta, and they call it an operetta because it used to be just Gilbert and Sullivan, but they expanded it. So a few years ago, I got to be in Pajama Game. Wow! The guy, the yeah. efficiency expert, I can't remember his name, yeah. but I did the very first, you know, yeah, in front of the curtain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, and it was so much fun. But we did the whole thing from auditions to close was two weeks. Wow. And they would, yeah. it, it's kind of diminishing, which is very sad because they used to have people, you know, they'd go up Memorial Day weekend and leave Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah. And now you got, you know, a lot more people, just renters. And so it's diminishing, but it just was so much fun to just, like I say, so I auditioned, we did the rehearsal. The, There's a woman actually taught me how to sing because I can, you know, I can't sing, <laughs> and, but I sang. Well, there and you go. And it was just so much fun. Would right. they like to have a World War II show up there? You know, they just might. Let's I'll talk. I, I know people. They have no money. <laughs> so, so from your perspective and, and just watching things, just tell me, do, do you see younger people getting into it as far as the – Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, Junior Civic, Civic Theater next. has Calm a down. huge civic or junior program for students. You can go to summer camp. Love it. Take, so, yeah, I think that's as big as ever. Well, Artie's a big theater guy. Yes. No, I'm not. Wake up, Arthur. Okay. I'm you not. I'm not. I never have been. But what I want to talk to you about is oh. how is your memory? Who are you again? Okay. okay. Here's the thing. No, I, I just did an acting job yesterday. and I, I, I get them as many times as I can. I yeah. grab a hold. Of, if I got to act, gimme. <laughs> I had a really hard time mm. memorizing. And mm. I haven't exercised that that muscle mm-hmm. in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably been about 15 years, maybe 10, yeah. since I've had to really exercise that. Now, are you having any issues with that at this point, or have you changed the way you try to go about memorizing lines? I'll tell you what I've always done, is I, I don't know that it's an official photographic memory, but I do picture the page. Yeah. Mm. And that helps me because I can see it while yeah, I, I'm. I do the same I mean. thing. Yes, now you're saying you had to do. Did you have a long piece without I a had, teleprompter? I, I had about four pages. I had I had a teleprompter for 
the big stuff. Okay, the, I mean the the the, the boring, yeah. laborious, yeah. you know, text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I had a teleprompter for that, but for the in, for the intro, I had no teleprompter at all. Yeah, so I was I had to commit it to memory. It was about fifteen takes, which was stupid. I felt really, <laughs> you really feel stupid. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, but That's here right. again, here again, I I I'd been working on it for about fifteen days. Mm-hmm. And I'm I was totally lost. I mean, I, I felt like an idiot. But I finally like, I finally got it. I did get it. I did get it. Did you feel like you had it at home? And then when you got on set, it's it feels totally different and no, people staring I, at you and no. No, not really. Okay. I don't have that. I issue. I always tell my students, because I do performance coaching, I tell them to record it on their phones and listen to it in the car mm-hmm. over and over and yeah, over. That's what I did. Yeah. Oh, well. And it, it helped a little bit. It helped a yeah. little bit. And and it was yeah. only about it was only about twenty five lines. I mean, that's nothing. No, as far as my history is concerned, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I love the teleprompter. As a matter of fact, they, they did try to set one up for me. Uh, but it, it, it didn't work for being on camera yeah, the way it worked. But as far as everything else was concerned, it worked out really well. But that's one of the things that I've had. I, I, I would love to do more acting. In other words, more theater. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that's kept me away from it. That's and it. I, I've heard that a lot. If you remember, there was a talent called Jim Martindale oh, who sure. used to mm-hmm. do tons and tons yeah. and everybody around Garden the table. Weasel. Is, is not yeah. A, yeah, exactly. Um, well, I was his agent for a long time and he, he said to me, I don't know if I can do this particular job, whatever it was, because I'm not sure I can remember anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and he admitted that cause he didn't want to go on set and not be yeah. able to do it, you know? Um, so I think it's just, you've got to get it as we talked about yeah. muscle memory, you got to mm-hmm. do it find ad what nauseum. Works for you. Find what yeah. works for you. And, and, and that's the best thing that's I can do is, is just play it over but and over again. It. But they got yeah. it. Yeah. What they needed. So yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. It's, they are, yeah, everything's great. It's repetition. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Do yeah. people do that anymore with uh, theater? Do you think they kind of embellish a little bit or do they do they stick to the script? Oh, no. You have to stick to the script. Oh, yeah. In, in a theater. book show. Okay. In a book yeah. show, yeah. you have to because Julie Jordan's waiting for you to say. correct. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you also have, I mean, it's contractually, you can't change words. Right. You you sign a contract. We're presenting gotcha. this play yeah. as written. That makes sense. No changes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just do it without a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, we do the musical improv. Improv. Yeah. <laughs> improv, the musical. And it's all up for grabs. So, so. You know what? We got a, a, Ellen was a, was a good, dutiful guest. She brought a beverage. We should ask Ellen oh, about her beverage. What, what are you drinking? you bring us? I have a frozen Coke from McDonald's, yum, which yum, is yum. the best beverage I ever. I love yes. those. I love, that's what. I can't I, drink That's my drink when I go to the movies. Oh, is I get right? a I get a large frozen Coke. It can last it me the whole lasts show. the whole time. You get a so regular the guy Coke and it's gone in five minutes. It'll only be oh, three times. Yeah, they're, they're a little expensive. There's, a, it's a, there's a romantic it's a scene yeah, on the exactly. screen and you hear Dan. Mm. <laughs> frozen Coke. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Man, sense around. So, yeah. They just opened, I think, the 10th or 12th automated McDonald's. Totally, oh yeah, that's to- not cool. Totally I'm robotic. I haven't been to a McDonald's that, in seven years. You know, getting into as a teenager, having a job at McDonald's is one of the most important life decisions you can make. Because yep, you yeah. learn to be responsible. You need to be a part of a team. We'll see if they're going to be around in ten that's years. You know? That's it is. That's very sad. It's like. Like I said, doing the AI voice for the. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I want yeah. we got to get Ellen's thoughts on yeah. that because I I just today saw Joe Rogan share the Chat GP creation of his podcast. Yeah, mm. frightening. Yeah, you cannot tell the difference. And he's he it's his voice, and he's at the beginning of it, and he's saying, "This isn't me. This is AI." So don't be taking segments of this and blaming, you know, yeah. this is totally artificial intelligence. So I don't know, God forbid it ever infiltrates musical theater or, or stage. Uh, nah, it but, won't. But, but it, you're right. It's very upsetting. I, I saw yeah. the same thing. 
um, in a TV spot Dan mentioned earlier. Obviously, I've got a little frog today, but um, I've been doing voiceover for 45 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people when... Since she was three years old. <laughs> when computer, <laughs> computers first came into being, I had to go down to the Indiana National Bank Tower in a computer room for two days. And I recorded every letter, every number, phrases like, please make a deposit in the amount of blah, 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 you know, and words, just words. And then they put it all together. But I was in there for two days in this, in this computer room. And I was also the first voice of the first cell phones from cellular one. You weren't the person that said, please make a note of it. Was uh, that you? No. <laughs> I wish I was. Please, make a note Wait of it. I wish I was. One. I did a lot of work with cellular. Yeah. What did you do? And I remember thinking, this word cellular is never going to last. It's too hard to say. Cellular. <laughs> I, I did those. three years. Yeah. You know, this is cellular one. The party mm-hmm. you're trying to reach is not available. Please leave a message. Mm-hmm. You know, you can click that stuff on and off, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, but I thought cellular. Thank goodness yeah. we don't really say that anymore. Yes, yeah. Oof, but, unless it's but consumer the, like, cellular. Okay, so you recorded... Every letter, every number, mm-hmm. and then they use that, you know, the computer put it together. But it's still, it's it still was a, a human being. Yeah, yes. it's a human being yes. talking. And, I, you know, community hospital, are you really that short of money that you can't afford, you know, five, six hundred bucks to hire somebody to do the voice? Well, because it's somebody in the, in the going, hey, let's save the money. Yeah. Getting the big a, attaboys. With they, had a big loss they have a lot settle. of my money. They should what, be able yeah, to do exactly. it. Uh-huh. What else right. are they yeah, saving money? Dollars. What other corners are they getting? Yeah, but this yeah. begs the question. How many people are like you that are upset about it? All they care about no. is just getting the message. That, that I think it reflects, to, right, to me, Kate. it reflects an attitude. Well, it's the product. It's a people yeah. product, as yeah. you mentioned, Dan. Yeah. And they should. Industry people, yes. Yeah. Average Joe, they don't yeah. know. That's they why don't, I'm talking about they, it on our podcast. So our yeah. podcast listeners will know. Yep. Our, Although, t- our two listeners yeah. in Paraguay are taking notes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember some t- there was a time when uh, somebody either wanted to use me or use an, um, uh, what, they, what do they call it? It's an uh, artificially generated voice. I think that's what the technical mm-hmm. term was, artificially generated voice. They, it was between me and them. And they went with me. And the only reason they didn't go with them is because it didn't have my tone. Mm-hmm. Well, you've it got that deep stuff. Tone. You can't get that. Yeah. From, you, you can't get, get that on AI. AGV voice, whatever you call yeah. it. Is that, what, are you, what is that? Is yeah. there a term for my voice? I am so Annoying? not technical. Don't look at me. Annoying? I guess. That's it. That's it. Annoying. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Just go with that. Resonant. Resonant. Mother Wallowitz. Maybe sonorous. I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I would mm. I would guess somebody's going to try this based on the success of the 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 ABBA stage show in London where they're all avatars. Oh, geez. They're going to try that with Yul Brenner or oh. uh, yeah, uh, you know, Sound of Music. They're uh, they're going to take a classical. And try to do the avatars, and, and whether they insert them with actual other people, they, that, they might. But I think, shock but people. I think theater the people are pretty um, Broadway people that go to Broadway shows, yeah. people that like yeah. musical theater. Mm-hmm. They're pretty stalwart, and I don't think they're going to yeah. change, and they're not well, going to yeah, buy that. Like, I don't in, think anybody's going to accept that. I really right, don't. Exactly. In uh, well, it's, uh, of our age, but what about twenty something? All those can, rotten kids. If they can see Hugh Brenner as the king, they're not going to go to theater. They can see Robert Merrill as the music manning. I mean. Preston. Robert Preston, pardon me, not Robert Merrill. Oh, I thought you didn't I'm like sorry. theater. I don't. <laughs> I, I used to like theater. Well, to, you're right. Hector. Maybe people can't tell, but I have a firm belief that it's a reflection of an attitude. That if you want to cut those corners, but you also have, if you've got Yule Brenner doing a you know CGI presentation, you're putting a lot of people out of work. Well, I, I get that, Dan, but people like St. Elmo's, some people like Golden Corral. 
do you so want, there's do you a difference. Want them to That's cut why they close. I mean, you, you like good food, or do, I'm just finishing my point. He had it's his okay. hand up. He had his oh, hand up. Oh, boys, boys, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know. thanks, Ellen. Dan's a little up. Yeah, that's all good. Do you want them to cut quarters on their media budget or on the surgeon performing your surgery? The surgeon. I'm thinking the one leads to the other. Exactly. In yeah. other words, that's what, what, that's he, what, what he is say. saying is, I know it's a general saying. attitude. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, but that's, you know. you, that's your attitude. That's not the vast majority of people. I think vast majority of people don't care. The vast majority of people don't give a crap. Like You're right. Jack and Coke, as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. We don't like Jack and Coke either. Okay, well, just because you guys should be sitting on the balcony of the Muppet Show. I mean, you don't want we, this to happen. Those so weren't real people I, I don't want it to happen. So don't be an advocate for the other side. I'm going to start putting, these your dog biscuits, eat them. <laughs> oh, dog right. well, when, when you smell the roses and wake up to reality, you realize I'm not an advocate. I'm looking at what's possibly going to happen. It's, it's oh, just it's reality. A, I don't yeah, think it's, it's a, the, I, the, the trains left the building. Happened. I hate it's, to say it. There sad. is a there is a there's a firm in town that, that had hired me for a you know a lot of stuff, and they ended up getting rid of me. You may have heard of this. They got rid of me because they wanted to go to a thing called Fiverr. Remember Fiverr? Oh, yeah. Fiverr. You can get a you can get a spot done get for five you bucks. For. You get what you pay for. Exactly. They yeah. cut me so they could start hiring Fiverr. Yeah. I just I, lost I a big pretty, contract like that that I'd had for twenty years. It's I was very yeah. I was livid, but I sad. said, you know, that's your decision. You're the company. Yeah. I, you know, thanks for all the time. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the questions from Pete and I, as opposed to our whiny little old man. I enjoyed them all. The I love you guys. You guys are You're awesome. fine. You know what? I know we could talk forever, and we're going to obviously have you back. But you got to keep us up to date on the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, whatever, yeah, other, whatever other venture you're going to move on to, because obviously I know there's a lot of uh, irons in the fire. Yeah. So yeah. I want to, especially with the show. Yeah. I'll do I'll it. Be, I'll be seeing you. Is that the the, the I'll be seeing title? you. Love songs of World War Two. Very yes. good. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. And we'll, we'll probably let, let's hope we pick up listeners in France. Oh, you're, I have a daughter in France. Yeah, daughter, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Who's a uh, something of a pop star? She I is. Yeah, that's yeah. Very cool. Yep. Yep. Good what for her. Pop and music. She writes and sings uh, songs with a partner, another American that lives there, and they're called the Barrettes, and they perform all over France and actually other countries as well. Um, and it's a pop duo. They both play guitar. They have a band when they have a bigger gig as well. But yeah. she does that. She does a lot of translations. No awesome. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. B-A-R-E-T-T-E-S? Right. Barrettes? Right. Because I'm thinking barrettes. I think France, the hair barrettes. It's, it's like the hair yeah, barrettes. Yeah, but it's barrettes. But it's, they do kind of 60s pop. You so should they can look them up. They search have, them on yeah. like on Apple and yeah. music stuff like that. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. why I wanted to get the spelling right so folks could look them up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. Before we leave. Before we leave and we leave her. I just want to say I really, really, really hope that there is an opportunity that you and I can work together again. That would be I great. Really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed working with you when I was yeah. doing more. We've known each other more. a long time. We've known each other for what 120 years. Something what like these? that. What's the uh, the, yeah. the classic Don Amici? What was who was what was that show? The what? The, remember the? I don't know. The, the the famous thing that Don Amici used to do: the husband and wife. This is going to die right here yeah, because I don't no, know. Was that the Pickersons? But we could yes. probably get cast. Yeah. Dan's got it. Wife. There you go. No, we they, could. Dan's got it. Camera. The, the, oh, the Bickersons. Oh, the Bickersons. Yeah. Yeah. That would be That's good. it. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll talk. Hey, we can we'll probably talk. find this. Play along. I would love to. Or the sunshine. It's a whole new world. Sorry. Oh, you might be right about that. What you said earlier. No, I'm just kidding. That could be, you could do Archie and Edith or something. Yeah. We could. I could. I might. I don't think that's, I don't think I have the accent for it. No. <laughs> what, what, what was Archie's? Which was Archie's big word? What was his word? You meathead, you. Well, stifle. I can't, I can't do Bill, Bill Sacra. Bill Sacra had it perfect. Oh, he was a great comic. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah. Well, we might have to write our own work. Sometimes you have to make. Some some uh, hopefully, to make, yeah. hopefully we'll uh, we'll we'll fine tune things, and maybe we'll see what happens with uh, with Feinstein's because that would be uh, an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if you give us like the nine a.m. show slot. I don't vote for fine signs. I'm just going to refer y'all. Yeah. That's oh, all I can yeah. do. All right. Well, I got a feeling you got some clout. Maybe. And our, our, once you mention the names, they're going to go, oh, that guy. Let me tell you right <laughs> now, our, our contract writers, not too bad. All right. <laughs> I, I'm sure I can handle it. I think Dan's probably got a few things he wants. There's a few, but, you know. He wants a car. We'll discuss that off my He wants a car. Ellen, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks it was for a pleasure. Uh, what a pleasure to have somebody like with such great stories and talent and you know, anybody in Indianapolis that uh, is involved with theater and, and, and they, they know who you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing everything with us on Boomers with Beverages. Really appreciate it. I loved it. Thanks for having yeah. me. We'll have you back. Artie, yeah. Artie and Dan, not sure, but Pete and I will yeah. be back. <laughs> I got things to do. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be Whether you here. like it or not. I'm, I'm not leaving. I enjoy this view too much. Yeah. Uh, yes. Not Artie. them. You're looking outside. At the, See, thanks normally, to Artie's mom. You got it. Normally it's. Pete is next to Artie. That's totally thrown me off. Is it? Why? We need to change that. Yeah, we do need it. For the next podcast, Pete's moving back. Everybody goes so. around. Well, all the best to you. Keep us posted, and uh, we will keep people posted on boomerswithbeverages.com mm-hmm. as far as uh, Ellen's show, uh, as far as the book. You get that publisher because uh, we, we are definitely going to read be, it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be bu- reading that book. Well, and you should use that guy's comment as, you know, on the liner. Are you sure you, you want to say, say this? this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I would buy a book that had that on. <laughs> yeah. It's intriguing, isn't it? Well, I'm going to read the chapter Thinly Veiled References. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be the one. That's going to be the one I'm going to first. first. Yeah. So, and again, thank you, Ellen. Appreciate it. Pete Molina, Dan Davis, Artie Widgery. Thanks, guys. Nice job. Good to be here again. Art Baker, appreciate you. As always, did, did I get another show? cocktail. Yeah, that's thank that's, you. That's fantastic. So don't forget the website, boomersofbeverages.com. And Dan, YouTube, we're YouTube, all over at BWB TV 645. Yeah, lots of folks join that. So something new every day. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Something new every day. Pretty much. Uh, Dan's got a really cool recipe coming up, and we're going to talk about that the next podcast. Yes. Because folks that own pets are going to want to check that out. Mm-hmm. So, again, thanks for making us part of your podcast listening. On behalf of Dan Davis, Artie Widgery, Pete Molina, I'm Jim Burroughs, and we are Boomer with beverages. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Sound recording engineer, Art Baker. Audio editor and post-production technician, Dan Davis. Showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. Whoa.